Hello and welcome to this week's audio edition of Fourth Day Letters, distributed by Broken Door Ministries. My name is Brian Pusateri, and this week's message is Beyond Our Eye. Newborn babies are self-focused. They cry when they are hungry, need attention, or need to be changed. Toddlers are naturally selfish and must be taught to share. Our I-ness often lingers into adulthood. Becoming Christ-like is a lifelong process of trying to get beyond our I. In today's message, I want to use a series of pictures to make my point. The Christian journey is a lifelong journey that spans the distance from being self-focused to being others-focused. The journey of faith begins with a deeply personal act of our I. We must personally choose Jesus. No one can do that for us. As followers of Christ, we must recognize that our faith, which began deep within, now beckons us to go beyond our I as we develop a relationship with Jesus. Our faith in Jesus liberates us from our I and from our preoccupation with self. Faith liberates us and sets us free to respond to our Heavenly Father. Faith in Jesus allows us to say yes to His love, and in turn, it allows us to shift our gaze from ourself to those we meet on the path of life. The very personal act of our I, which places its faith in Jesus, now makes possible our salvation. But our faith in Jesus now calls us forth. At its core, faith is about breaking free from the isolation of oneself. Set free by faith and redeemed by Jesus, our I finds a new I bound to and interwoven in the collective eye of others. We become one body in Christ. Our new eye, which is united with Christ and intertwined with everyone else, calls us to work for God's kingdom and calls us to help each other along the road to heaven. Hopefully, I can now make this point through a series of pictures. I realize you're listening to this on the podcast, so I will do everything possible to paint a picture in your mind's eye. I recently purchased a beautiful cross. That cross is hand-carved out of wood and it creates a 3D look to it. Depicted on that cross are three individuals. The vertical pole of the cross appears to be like a well shaft. From the top of the well, we just see the hand of someone reaching down into the well. That hand is holding the hand of another individual who is kneeling on the crossbeam. While holding the hand coming down from above, the individual on the crossbeam is also holding the hand of the third individual who seems to be stuck in the muck and mire at the bottom of the well shaft. Clearly, the person at the bottom is in need of being rescued. I assume that the first time anyone sees this cross, they identify with the person stuck in the muck and mire. I did. 
I also assume that we believe the person kneeling on the crossbeam is Jesus and the hand reaching down from above is the hand of God the Father. Now, going back to what I said at the beginning of the podcast, it takes a personal act of our eye to reach up to Jesus' hand. If we don't, we remain stuck at the bottom. Romans 5 verse 8 tells us, But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. John 3 verse 17 states, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. These two verses are combined in the depiction of Jesus kneeling on the crossbeam, holding tight to his Father's hand, while rescuing us from the bottom of the well. Thus far, all of this is I-focused. We are the ones in peril, and we are the ones being saved by Jesus. This, however, is where everything changes. Once we have been rescued by Jesus, we are commissioned to serve in the kingdom of God. At this point, we are called to abandon our individual I and join our I to both Christ and others. Now we need to change the focus of how we see this carving. Perhaps the person at the bottom of the well is not us. Maybe it was only our eye-focused thinking that made us see it that way. Maybe it is in fact someone else. This completely changes everything. As Christians, it is you and me who are now kneeling on the crossbeam. We have one hand raised up and placed firmly in the grasp of Jesus our Savior. He has already pulled us out of the muck and brought us to the safety of the crossbeam. Our other hand is lowered down to the person at the bottom. Following the example of Christ himself, he wants us to pull the person out from their perilous plight below. Will we? As Christians and members of the body of Christ, this process should be repeated over and over every day. Each and every person who has been rescued from the well should themselves take on the responsibility of reaching out a helping hand to someone else in need. Many times the malady of our eye-focused life prevents us from seeing those who are at risk and in trouble. The deep and rich meaning contained in this beautifully carved cross has touched me deeply. I hope it has touched you in the same way. We all need a reminder to move beyond our eye-focused life. If you're interested in purchasing this cross, I have put a link to it on today's fourth day letter. It took several weeks to arrive, but it was well worth the wait. Hold tight to Jesus and reach out a hand to someone in need today. Now will you please pray with me? Heavenly Father, your son Jesus rescued me from my burdens and sins. I am eternally grateful for his saving grace. Grant me the wisdom to go beyond my eye and to give me the ability to see those in need. Strengthen and guide me to take the proper action to help someone today. Amen.
I am Brian Pusateri. I invite you to visit me at BrokenDoorMinistries.com. There you can click the link to contact me. I love to hear from my listeners. You can also invite me to your church to put on a retreat or purchase my book, Blessed, Broken, and Scared. Please join me next week for the newest audio edition of Fourth Day Letters. Until next week, remember to be the door, no matter how broken you may be, through which others can enter to encounter Christ. May God's blessings be with you.